Prologue Half Moon Bay, California Today is the first day of the rest of your life. Kane Brooks wasn't sure where he first heard that expression, but right now, staring out through his diving helmet at the glow of the underwater cutting torch, it spoke volumes. Even more than when he'd considered it on the day he was sentenced to prison. Six years at Chino, California Institution for Men. He'd been bussed through the gates, thinking, Today is the first day of the rest of my life. Now, after four grueling years, he'd been shown a light of sorts, in the form of that underwater welding torch. By sheer luck and good behavior, Kane had entered himself into a unique training and work release program. Over the last two years, he'd gladly participated in the training course that, upon successful completion, would see him as a certified commercial diver. He'd had an edge over many of his fellow convict participants in that he was already comfortable in the water, surfing the nearby big wave spots like Mavericks as a kid, and scuba diving for the tasty shellfish known as abalone. He breezed through the physical and swim tests and had taken naturally to the technical dive training. The instructor told him he'd been the only scuba-certified individual they'd ever had to work with. Everyone else had come from zero diving background, and some of them had made it. Indeed, two years later, Kane had turned out to be one of the program's shining stars. He'd supplemented his classroom and pool time by reading diving books and manuals in his cell during free time, of which he had a fair amount. It had led not only to his becoming certified early, but to working occasional supervised jobs for paying clients at the local oil rigs. A day out here, even cutting a piece of metal at 310 feet under the Pacific Ocean, sure beat another turn in the cell. The thought that he would have a very marketable skill once he got out was a big plus, too. And yet for Kane, even that hadn't been enough to keep him going. Even with his newfound vocation, prison life was pulling him deeper into depression. And that scared him. Because this was the pinnacle of perks that he could expect to find in the institution. This was absolutely as good as things could ever get while incarcerated. And yet, the thought of two more years of this existence was enough to make him want to turn his welding torch on his air hose and sever it. He should be able to grin and bear it. His friends and family, who still visited him now and then, told him as much. And he knew it was true. But none of that changed the fact that he couldn't do it. No way not when he could do something to shorten his stay. Besides, he was realistic when it came to his future employment prospects, marketable skill or not. Who wanted to hire a convicted violent felon? Pretty much no one, that's who. What's more, this kind of work, while it beat staying in a cage by a long mile, was still work, demanding and laborious a far cry from his glory days as a professional surfer on the world tour circuit, where sponsors had paid for him to travel the globe to ride waves. South Africa, 
Europe, the South Pacific, Hawaii, California. For four years, it had been one big blur of nonstop traveling and partying. But like most pro athletes, his tenure in the highest echelons of competition had been relatively short-lived. When his world rankings started to slip, so did his sponsorships. With no more contest purses and lucrative corporate deals to back him, Kane had been forced to quit the tour. Not that he had a decent chance of winning or even placing anyway, but it would have been nice to go for the ride one more year. But that hadn't happened, and when Kane found himself suddenly off the tour and out of work with nothing to fall back on at the almost tender age of twenty-five, he'd had to come to grips with the fact that he needed a job.